0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Single Chronicles. I'm your girl R.S. Lewis, and today we got a dating horror story. I saw this in my inbox on Instagram on my other page, my backup page, which I'm like, Ooh, sending me messages here. It's like fifty people following that page. It's a backup in case you know they delete my ish. Anyway, got a message, got a story. It's a crazy one. So if you're new here, make sure you like share save heart whatever you got to do to come back to this podcast and be notified if you're watching on youtube be sure to like comment subscribe hit the bell there's a little bell you'll be notified of future episodes and stuff it's very important it helps me helps the podcast all that good stuff also i'm on patreon so yeah definitely check that out for everyone else welcome to the single chronicles hey okay so i got this message from Layla on instagram um forwarded this to me and i also get questions on quora so if you have if you're on quora app i get a lot of stuff there Sometimes I do pick. I'll be like, well, can I share your story about Pockets Gray? Like, yeah. So this is a dating horror story in regards to a dating horror app that this young lady had a couple of years ago. She was like, yeah, I wanted to share this story elsewhere. I got to tell everybody. I'm going to read it. It's a little lengthy, but I'm going to just read it and stay tuned. Oh, dear. Uh, This happened to me just a while ago. I'm on this dating app. Using Bumble, I accepted a date with a guy who, on the coincident, who coincidentally happened to be the brother of a guy I've known casually for a few years. This mistakenly made me feel he must be safe and normal. I allowed this person to pick me up from my house. Huge mistake. Definitely. One of the first questions he asked me is, "Are you racist?" I replied, "No, I don't feel like I am." <laughs> Why? He replied, "He is not racist, but he doesn't like." n words so she put in dot 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 e-r-e-s so niggers yeah i'm not gonna bleep this out she doesn't say it in here but i'm not gonna bleep it out at first i thought i heard wrong i did not for the rest of the evening much of his conversation consisted on using the n word repeatedly couple of questions asking me if i'd ever dated a nigger he said he could never date a woman who had fucked one he was also overly hyperactive. I believe he might have been on something like Speed or something else. Honestly, I had no idea. He showed me the screenshots of pics of, and comments of my, from my private Instagram. He criticized my photos and said I posted them for attention. He told me he Googled and researched me. He said that he did not like the thought of any woman of his receiving comments on her photos by niggers. He loved using the n-word. I asked... How he was able to obtain my photo since my Instagram is private? His answer was because he was ex-military. He proceeded to tell me about the men he had killed in Iraq at point-blank range during Operation Freedom. He also announced he wanted me to post only photos of him and I on my social media accounts. He asked what I was doing the next day, and I said I was busy. (laughs) I don't blame you. The following day, I received a text from this racist maniac saying he was sitting in in his vehicle in my driveway holy shit. I texted him back. I'm not home and I'm disturbed to hear he was in my driveway. I explained I didn't want to see him anymore. He replied with a several long text begging me to be with him, telling me how beautiful and amazing I was. He said he found and kept two strands of my hair. Jesus Christ. He spoke as if we had been dating for months. When I said I barely know you, please stop. He replied he would. He did not. I received more pleading text messages. I received a text asking just to hang out as friends. I said no, we are two very different people, and it's best we don't see each other at all. He then replied with a very mean name calling and telling me how I'm fat. He called me Miss Piggy, lol. Said four people had told him I was a fat bitch. He said he has seven hundred and fifty thousand in the bank, and that I was and that was not enough to feed me. He told me to fuck off. I hope I'll never hear from him again. I saved all the texts from this man in case he ever shows up at my house. And I have them to show to the police. I've blocked him him on all sites. And hopefully he won't see this or anything else connected to me. This is one Bumble date. This one Bumble date was definitely with a scary dude. So Bumble, that's the dating app she used back then. I want to add this. This was another message after this. That after this very upsetting experience, I deleted my profile on that dating app. I've not been on any dating sites since Since my divorce. I've tried a couple of dating sites for about three months total and was not pleased with the quality of any of them, any of the men I encountered. After all, I've been through, I've taken a complete break from socializing and it has remained this way. Poor Layla. Oh, God. Sweet Christmas is that. (laughs) so let me get this straight and write this down bro is racist and fat phobic (laughs) writing this down toxic uh what else do we have in there uh possessive uh delusional (laughs) i could go on yo i don't even need a psychology degree or any type of psychology classes that I've ever sat through to know that this man is deranged. Now, he did mention that he was in the war, you know, Operation Freedom or whatever. Um, I know war changes people. I know being in the armed services and Memorial Day just passed. So I just want to say thank you to all the men and women who have served. My condolences to the families of those that were lost Uh, your memory and your name should not go in vain for whatever your reasons are for joining and fighting for your country or your own. But as flawed as this country is, I do appreciate the freedoms that we do have that so many and so many other places do not. So I'm thankful for our armed services. Um, I'm thankful for living in a country which is probably not as bad as others. I haven't been in every country, so I'm not going to sit up and say, oh, we're better than everyone else. And we're not. I know there are things that we could do better as a nation, and there are things that we are doing better than other places. So at the end of the day, I'm thankful for the freedoms that I have. I'm thankful for the fact that I can get up here and talk my shit about whoever, wherever, whenever, you know what I mean? So there are some things that we do take for granted in this country. There are some things that I wish that we would work on in this country, but I've said it plenty of times. As a nation, we are very young compared to places like Britain, um, places in the, on the continent of Africa, other places in Europe, places in Asia. So in terms of A democracy nation, whatever. We are fairly new compared to places like Greece or Italy or Egypt. And, you know, our history isn't that far stretched. We are only a few centuries old, considering how long this planet has been spinning millions and millions of years. And there are other nations that have been thriving and, you know, have had civilizations for thousands of years. So, places like that compared to us, and then you look at the different things that we got going on versus what they got going on. Again, we are not perfect, no places, no human is, but I'm thankful for what we do have. And I look forward to seeing, you know, in the few years I got left on this planet, how many that might be decades, hopefully, that we grow and continue to flourish and become better because we've grown as a nation, we've gotten better as a nation, but there are some things residually that have not gotten that much better but there are some things that are so, but that being said, I am thankful in that aspect. So shout out to all the people who have served, will serve, or or who are continuing to to serve in um, our armed forces. Thank you. Y'all dope. So, and I appreciate your, your sacrifice. Um, that being said, it does not give you the right to say in the things that this man said to this woman. Um, I, under, I can't understand what war does to a person. I've never been actively in or near a war. Thank God. There's no wood to knock on. So I'm hoping that I never have to experience that. But that being said, it does not give anyone the right to stay and feel the way that they do. About a whole group of people. <sighs> like, bro, you're racist. Now, my thing was, she did say that this was the brother of a guy that she casually has known for years so i hope that she if she's still friends with the other dude yo tell i don't know she let him in on a secret like yo your homie is a straight racist he's psychotic he's crazy he's this now a lot of times when people are that far going we kind of coddle them we kind of like when you know that there's a mental issue doesn't matter what it is sometimes you let things slide because you're like all right they don't know any better you know, he has PTSD, he's this, he's that, he's borderline, he's narcissist, he's whatever the thing might be that he has that's going on up here that makes him not normal. So a lot of times we'll say, and I guess that's called ableism, I guess, whatever, we, we kind of just let it slide, even if it's not cool. You're like, oh, well, he has this, so don't pay him no mind, you know, because in his mind, he doesn't think he's racist, you know, but he, let's just call him a separatist. And I don't really want to get political on this episode. This is more so about the horror of dating. I want to focus on that aspect. This is why I fucking hate dating apps. And it's not because all of the people on the dating apps are like this. It's because as a female, and I can only speak as a female who's tried dating apps in the past, we tend to get bombarded with a lot of messages, especially you, you post a cute picture, you're like, mm-hmm. you post this nice picture, you look good, you, your profile seems cool, whatever guys have in their mind that they want, you get hit up when anyone that at least seems interested. So we got to shift through the ones that we like visually, then we got to go read the profiles and yada, 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 and then still are getting bombarded with a plethora of messages after that. So after a while, it becomes exhaust. It is it, exhausting. You're like, yo, I'm tired. I don't even want to be bothered. So, and then you have these horror stories like this, and this isn't as bad as some of them. I, I I actually have a few that were in this inbox that I saw were just downright horrific, and some that were just were just creepy, and some were like, ooh. But anyway, the point is, is that with this digital age that we're in. Um, dating apps. I'm not saying that you can't find love. I can't, I'm not going to say that people haven't found success on dating apps because plenty of people have. They met who they wanted to be because it's always, you know, two people that are serious, they want to settle down. You find someone that's like minded, like, okay, I want kids, or I don't want kids, I want to get married, or I don't want to get married, I want just a fling, or just friends with benefits, whatever. You sift it and you say, you know what? I think that's what I want. But then you got that group of people, and this is girls and guys that will not be upfront and honest about the things that they want or they that they're seeking and they hide all of that because it makes them come off as jerks and assholes so i'm not going to hide like if i'm a complete narcissist first of all narcissists don't feel that they have any problems so that's that so but if i am a complete narcissist and i'm going off of this 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 fucked up mindset then i'm not going to tell you my flaws I'm going to make you seem, make myself seem as perfect as I possibly can. And I'm going to make, you know, make everything appealing to the person that I'm seeking. Because at the end of the day, my goal is to get someone in my thrall. So why the hell would I tell somebody, um, oh yeah, I'm a flaming narcissist with issues and other, I got daddy issues. I got this, I got that. Me personally, with the issues and traumas that I know I have for a fact, I I don't think that I'm a narcissist. I haven't been told that I am one at this point, and I'm I'm sure like of the things that my therapists, plural, that I've seen over the years, and my friends that are in therapy or in psychology or psychiatrists, whatever. I have friends that are in that field. None have said, Bruce, you know what you display." narcissistic tendencies never had one human being say that and if if you know me personally you think that I do then let me know because I'm only going to go off of what I like we perceive ourselves to be a certain way you know we sometimes I'm not saying you gotta like live at face value of what everyone says about you and just take that to heart but sometimes it's good to take that criticism and say okay I need to check myself because sometimes you might be the problem that being said on dating apps, most people are already tired of being single. So it's like you go through date after date after date. So you already in the back of your mind, already had this mindset that chances are you're not going to find anybody. You're just going through the motions at this point. Like I know plenty of people that have been on these dating apps for a very long time. And what I always tell them, like I have one friend, he's on a dating, and I say, maybe you need to sit down and see what issues you may have because it's not who you're attracting per se it's what you're attracted to why are you gravitating towards the type of people that you are and then you got to take an account the same way you're not just dating one person at a time on these apps you're seeing more than one person there's one person you're just chatting to on the app then there's one person you you know you're just talking to on social media or texting or calling and there's someone that you've actually physically been out with so you you're kind of like crossing off the list and going down the thing and narrowing down the line you know just like the draft pick you're gonna pick this guy that guy and we're gonna get rid of these people on the team that are not being useful or whatever free agents however that works and you go down the list so you're already at that point of exhaustion where you're just like you're not fully in the game anyway you're not thinking oh you know what this is the one immediately after you swipe right or left or however it works so that's the problem with the dating apps I'm like let me find someone in a place and I think I mentioned this before in a like-minded scenario or group honestly I've I've seen people fall in love in Facebook groups and like Twitter circles and shit like that like because these are like-minded people like oh my god I met such and such at uh one of my friends um they're in this like movie group and they met their girlfriend who's now their wife um at a convention like they went to some kind of convention they're both into like D &D or something like that i forget what it was and that's where he met his forever person i was like oh that is so sweet so sometimes you got to take a step back like he wasn't going to this convention to hook up with anybody he was going to go do whatever they do at these places so he found love in the least likely of places. And a lot of times, that's where it happens. It happens in a place where we're not expecting it to happen. And we're not trying so hard. You ever you, you ever notice when you're doing something and you're trying so hard it's just not working? Like, oh, my God, I've been trying to fix this IKEA chair and I can't. And then you step back and you say, all right, I'm going to take a break, do whatever I got to do, come back to it. And I'm like, all right, then you just do it. Or if you're doing a project, like I know me, I, I had a, a payroll issue a while back. And for the life of me, I could not figure out why things weren't adding up. I had to reconcile the numbers, so to speak, trying not to sound too much like an accountant. Lo and behold, everything was supposed to match, you know, the money that came out versus the money that comes in, and it did not match, and I could not figure out why, and I'm like, oh my God, I've been staring at it from the time I took my, from that morning to the time, time for me to go. So I left, went home, evening concluded, went to bed, came back, fresh eyes, fresh mind, and said, All right, now I'm ready for it. And that's the same way with dating. Sometimes you gotta take a step back, heal and work on you. Because a lot of times people are so afraid to be alone that they try so hard to be with somebody, anybody, and they end up being with the wrong one. They confuse that chemistry that they see. Ooh, sparks is flying, chemical reactions. Da, 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 da. They haven't taken the time to get to know the person. Like if you are an older person, you're not looking to have any kids, and why would you want to settle down with someone that's young that eventually is going to want children? Unless they say they don't want any. Wasting each other's time just because you're caught up on the fact of how each other look, or you might there might be a few things that you, you thought made you two hit it off. Why? Because the idea of being with someone makes more sense to a lonely individual than working on yourself like I, I've been spending the last few years working on me it seems like when I fix one thing something else I find like damn really that's what that's what that is that's why I do that so little by little when I started to chip away at these little traumas that I had in these little toxic thing ways inside my brain I started realizing all right you know what, Rose I'm gonna spend that time working with me and there's no timetable. there's no um set time that that's supposed to be and you got to tell yourself hey that's okay i'm going to spend the next 5 years or 2 or 3 years or shoot even 10 years working on me until i am the best version of myself until i can look in the mirror and love myself until i can be comfortable by myself cuz the goal isn't just to cohabitate and be with somebody because yeah you want to be but it's to be happy with you know in here when you're not happy in here you that that's not really that's not going to change because the minute that person leaves passes away or they don't fall into this square of or this expectation of what you have of them then all of a sudden though that that house of cards comes tumbling down because the foundation wasn't built on self-love and self-acceptance it was built on i need you to love me so i can love me so when that person steps out and does something wrong or whatever boom, now we got a problem. Houston, we have a problem. Now your mind back the fucked up. We leave one crappy ass relationship and end up jumping into another. And instead of saying, why did I gravitate towards another broken person? What am I not healed from in here? No, we don't say that. We go and say, oh, damn, I, there's no good men out here. That's not true. There's no good women out here. That's not true. You keep gravitating towards toxicity because there's something in you that you haven't aligned, fixed, and, and dealt with. So therefore, you know, that's what's going to happen. You're just going to gravitate to this. This is a saying. The longer you stay in shit, the less it begins to smell. The less it smells. Because mentally up here, my brain is like all fucked up, all jumbled up, hurt. Um, I'm, I'm not healed from the prior relationship or any other relationship. I'm not healed from some traumas I didn't even know existed from my childhood. I'm not healed from any of that. And people are afraid <laughs> of therapy. Not so much because they think that stigma, oh, it's just for crazy people. Because sometimes you might unveil something you don't like. You're going to get the answer to a question that you don't like. And people don't like that. <laughs> they don't want, like, people go into therapy Thinking that the therapist is going to coddle and confirm just them. They're not going into therapy to to heal from some shit or fix and deal with shit. Like they're not. They really aren't. Some people aren't. They they go and oh, I don't like that therapist. They didn't tell me. They didn't agree with me. Oh no, everybody ain't gonna agree with you, babe. Sorry, it's <laughs> just not. So you can't sit up there and say, oh well, such and such. Didn't tell me what I wanted to hear. I'm like, come on now. It's just like, and I hate to always go back to fitness. Const- constantly and consistently. Like me, I work out and I eat a certain way. Primarily to feel good. My goal isn't to be a size eight and be all slim and skinny. It's just to feel good. It's to get up, not have problems breathing, not be in pain. Not me- That's the one thing keeping me going. Because Lord knows there's some shit going on in my life. I feel like, damn, Lord, give me strength. And then I go to gym workout, th- endorphins, serotonin, dopamine, oxytocin, all that feel-good stuff that's going through my body instead of this flood of cortisol and, and insulin and everything else. And, and I feel better versus lamenting over the shit that I can't really do much about anyway. So I do the fitness thing. So anyway, back to what my point was going to be. I plenty of people say, oh, how do I use this? Like my mom, for example, she's like, I need to lose this gut. So I said, well, I'm going to tell you this. Two things. One, you can spot train. Now you can go to a doctor and have them remove all of the fat from the area you specifically want. You want to move it off from your stomach, your arms, your legs, whatever. You can say, hey, pull and tighten the skin. You can go the cosmetic route through surgery. Or... Because you can't spot train. You can go to gym every day and do crunches, sit-ups, planks, whatever ab exercise you can think of. That's not going to necessarily make your belly strong. And if you add weights, it actually might be counterproductive because you'll start building the muscles and making them strong. And you're like, yo, I've been going to the gym every day. How did I get bigger? And working out does help because it helps with a calorie deficit. But at the end of the day, if you want to lose belly fat or any fat in general, you got to eat better. And I told us you can't just go by, you just, well, I got a low BMI. Um, Okay, any skinny person can have a low BMI. That's, that's just an indicator of where you need to be physically in, in terms of size. A big bodybuilding, like, what's his name, C.T. Fletcher, I think, he probably has a crazy BMI. Why? Because he's like... Huge. And you know what I mean? It's not to say he ain't healthy or he's not this or that. It's just that that is like a guide. It's not the end all be all of fitness. It says, okay, if your BMI is like 20 something and below, all right, you in a good range. You cool. If it's like 30, 40, something like that, oh, we need to work. Now that's not the only thing that you use in terms of fitness. I told I said, look, if you want, I can put you up because I'm studying the whole nutritionist thing. That's gonna be one of my primary objectives anyway i can put you something together and no i don't want that okay you know what i'm not going to argue so now me i don't argue with people when don't ask me for my advice if you're just going to challenge it and i'm not telling you that anything that anyone else in the fitness industry isn't going to tell you unless they're trying to scam you so if anyone says oh i can make your belly smaller in such and such days it's a lie even if there's a waist trainer and i have i know that has nothing to do with dating per se but it has to do with the fact of therapy Therapy, fitness, any of those aspects. Unless you are ready to deal internally with you and fix you, nothing that you find out there on a dating app, wherever you go, is going to work. Hell, speaking of fitness, you might find your forever person at a gym. You never know. So I say all of that to say this, and I'm going to go to the writer's reflections and, of course, the pro uh, promo slash business spotlight of the week. <sighs> You got to be careful out there, ladies and guys, because everyone out there is not who they say they are. People put on masks, they catfish, they do all these things because the end goal is to get you to be with them. They don't want to be by themselves, and they're so hell-bent on not being by themselves, they rather lie about who they are instead of fixing themselves to be who they actually want to be. So, stay away from dating apps, unless you are really ready to do the work on yourself, And find that person that really is compatible with you. Because, you know, I could say anything on a dating app. I could say, hey, I'm a furry. And I'm not. And that's who I'm going to attract. Because that's that the the dating app is going to take an algorithm and say, well, this person kind of likes this. So they might match this. And they live here. So they're within the the mileage range of however. You know what I mean? So it's a mess. It's crazy. But at the end of the day, there's hope. It's not hopeless. To all of my friends on dating apps... Um, if you're really looking for someone, you'll find someone. Don't think because you're a certain age is not going to happen. I mean, my grandparents got late, got married late in the game. You know, they had already had their other relationships prior. But at the end of the day, they you know, it worked out as best as it could for them. You know, they found it forever person. So anyway, I'm going to go over to the writer's reflections. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, before we get to the writer's reflections of course we got a promo i got a good business spotlight dope person <sighs> and i have another dating horror story i mean jesus christ bro is a racist he called her fat he calling throwing the n-word around like i wonder if anybody was at the table i don't know like if they were just sitting there at the, at the dinner table or whatever in any little booth and he's like yeah i don't fucking like niggers and niggers this and niggers that and then um, the person next to them. I wonder. I, it would be so hilarious if there was a black person like a few feet away that heard them talk. <laughs> See, that's how them fights be happening, and people pull out the phones and they're like, <laughs> "Black guy beats up racist guy in restaurant." I was just you can't make this shit up. Like, yo, um yeah she did she said he might have been on speed and drugs he's fidgety see look this is and i'm gonna let y'all go all right if i'm on a date with someone y'all gotta know when to let the shit in so this is my advice if you're going to go on a date blonde date or someone in a dating app you need to have a proxy you need to have a safety firewall whatever in place when you go make sure you have a friend on standby text them a letter saying, hey whatever get them to be your safety net let them know look this is where i'ma be this is who i'm going to be with this is when time we're going yada 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 if things don't go right, come rescue me call me whatever make up some reason to get me out of that date and get the fuck out of dodge also take enough money to call you or have enough money to take an uber home um or a cab or or even if you ain't got a cab fare look i live in the city even though i have a car there's my car look this is what i got i got my car keys and i got this this is a bus pass so i'm gonna get the fuck out of dodge i'm not gonna be stranded nowhere so um uber lyft call a friend walk if you have to get the fuck out of there um there is a thing you can call the waitress the waiter the bartender and this is all for safety um whatever you have to do get out of that situation i think there's a code with bartenders uh rainbow shots or something like that or something shots i'll look at it again i'll try to uh, and i'll probably bring it up next week but do that let someone know i don't feel safe because this situation could have got way worse and then the fact that bro showed up at her door yo what the flying fuck is wrong with people (sighs) you showed up at my door in my driveway Mm. No, blind days we meeting i'm driving there or i'm catching the uber or lyft whatever whatever and there was another story that i got the guy was very very adamant about taking this chick home and i'm going to talk about that later on in the future but be safe out there don't let people know where you live at unless you got some safety net at home like oh i got folks that live with me i got a dog i got a pit bull i got guns i got something whatever you got to do be safe out there people all right, let me shut up and get to the promo. I'm probably gonna talk about another, I got another dating horror story that's coming up. This shit was fucking scary, racist, everything. Then he was on her Instagram, like, yo, how you how you got pictures of my shit and it's on because I got my this account that I got this on is profit. So what the fuck? What in the entire fuck? Oh man, anyway. <laughs> Let's head on over to this promo because, bro, bro, <laughs> some crazy folks out there. Yeah. Hopefully, Layla, please be safe. Um, Please be alert and aware. If this guy bothers you, you can call the cops. Get yourself some type of firearm, whatever you got to do. All right, y'all. Promo time. Okay, so we got a small business of the day. We're going to spot small business spotlight. Um, this business is called Cerberus Combat Systems. It is a self-defense instructor. He's a great uh, friend of mine. Also, we, we linked up because uh, we collaborated and did. I turned one of my Zumba classes into a self-defense class. Um, and he broke down how to, you know, get out of situations with, you know, someone has a knife or a gun. He was very, his, his intact, his his tactics and instructions were very concise and clear, made sense. You know what I mean? And in this day and age, as you can see from this previous, uh, today's episode, we have to be safe out here. We have to be careful because at the end of the day, people are crazy. So I need you to hit up Cerberus Combat Systems. The um, fellow's name is Monty Coleman, M-O-N-T-E Coleman. Cerberus Combat Systems. He can be found on Facebook and Instagram. Cerberus is spelled C-E-R-B-E-R-U-S Combat C-O-M-B-A-T Systems. S-Y-S-T-E-M-S. And the owner's name is Monty Coleman. Again, great guy. Um, Very concise. um, Very professional. um, Taught me some stuff. I was so glad to have attended his, um, you know, have him come and teach ladies. We're going to link up again and have another um, self-defense class. We were trying to do one from May, but it was so much going on. So I'm probably going to have that before the summer is over. Uh, But again, the number to contact him is 215-410-2758. Again, 215-410-2758. Cerberus combat systems. Monty Coleman, he has a list of prices for one-on-one private training as well as um, group training. He has classes from time to time. Great dude. Very, very professional and very awesome. I look forward to hosting another self-defense class because as you can clearly see from today's episode... You could never be too careful, and it's not all—not all of us are able to cons- carry a concealed weapon or have access to one. Um, sometimes, heated a moment, you know, you're nervous. You might not be properly trained with the firearm. It can be a plethora of reasons, so that should not be your only safety net. Um, you got to be able to fight or flight or whatever the thing might be. So, again, Cerberus Combat Systems, Monty Coleman, two one five four one zero two seven five eight. You can call him or email him text them, send them a message on Instagram, let them let them know, hey, Rose sent me from the Single Chronicles, Um, yeah, and that'll be that. Another thing, it is June, it's Pride Month, I don't have the shirt that I was selling that I was wearing, I was supposed to get in the studio yesterday, but I have a line of Pride uh, merch, it says Unapologetic, so make sure you get one of those tees, um, definitely get you uh, a t-shirt because at the end of the day these proceeds are going to go to a charity i have not figured out trade i'm thinking about the trevor project project but i'm not sure yet because i haven't linked that nonprofit up in my pro in my uh, bio but here is the tea i don't know if you can see this on camera but i'm going to post the picture on youtube uh also the single chronicles does have merch as you can see here a hey. This is the one with two females. I have one with two males. Also, those items, if you buy those items, proceeds from that will go to a charity um, helping um, underserved people in the LGBTQIA plus community. So definitely trying to do good things in the world, help people out. There are so many people disenfranchised, underserved, underrepresented, and they don't feel safe. Today's episode is about feeling safe. So I am going to be picking that... Um, Nonprofit. I will be commenting that. So I did not have that actual information for the nonprofit and the fundraiser yet. But I'm going to get that together. So anyway, thanks guys for tuning in. Now, let's go over to the writer's reflections. And if you don't know where to buy my merch, it's going to be down in the description box. Um, Insomniac writer merch on Teespring, that that, that website will be there and I'm going to post it on the screen too, but yeah, check that out and also check out our business of the week Thank you so much guys for tuning in to the single chronicles today we had a dating horror story regarding a young lady um on a dating app going on a date with someone who was racist fat phobic and possessive and just downright scary um this date could have gone so much more worse i'm glad that she was able to get home safe and sound i'm glad that she was eventually able to block him and get away from him and that he left her alone i'm, I'm going to check in to see if she's cool since then but um that being said uh when it comes in terms and that's why I'm glad I picked the 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 business of the week because it's scary out there people are just scary in general and then when you throw in stuff like this happening to us women um black women too like the numbers of us in human trafficking the human trafficking numbers for us is insanely high um And it's scary. So I just want to just take a few moments to just please be safe. Be aware of your surroundings. Um, We have to exercise that extra caution because we live in a world where we're taught to tell our young girls to be safe, to be aware, to be um, alert, to watch what you wear, what items of clothing you wear. Be careful of where you're going, especially if it's at night or you're by yourself. We don't really, we haven't as a society or as a nation, as a planet of people haven't really stapled it that women are not a a property. We shouldn't be objectified. And I'm not trying to make this a feminist thing, but at the end of the day, if you have a son, teach him at an early age that this type of behavior is not acceptable. It is not okay teach them early because, and one ism leads to another. Racism, isms and phobias, all of that. If you have one that can lead to others, like a gateway drug. So definitely let's work on that as a people. Okay. Um, in terms of the dating apps and the people that are on them who have had nothing but no success and all this other stuff, it's not too late. Don't give up. I know the dating apps can make you feel like (laughs) giving up. But don't, because at the end of the day, um, there's still hope. You you never know. Like, there is still hope. You might find that forever person. It's not too late to get married. Don't think, oh, I'm in my 30s or my forties or my fifties or even my sixties. Um the the wedding that I went to once was uh the people was like the lady was 70, and I think the guy was like 67 or 65 or something he's like five years younger than her but she got married at 70 70 so it's not too late don't sell yourself short don't let the world tell you that because you are a certain age gender race size or anything that you are incapable of doing anything same thing with the career change relocating it's not too late start the steps towards getting those getting towards those goals what do you have to do to reach those goals be it a career or a relationship or whatever or right, what do I need to do to work on me to find someone deep I deem worthy what career do I need to seek out or do I want to seek out that I f- feel happy doing okay well now I know what career I want what type of person I want I'm healed on the inside now it's time to do the work and find us. And don't just sell yourself short with, with uh, the dating app. You might find... If you are a church-going person, go to church more often. You might find someone there. If you are in... Um, if you're of the Islamic faith, go to a masjid or a mosque. If you are of the, the, the Israelite, Hebrew, Jewish faith, go to a synagogue or a temple. Whatever it is, go to those places. If you're in the fitness, keep going to the gym. You might find somebody. The point is, is that go where the flock is. Go where people are that you can find like things that you agree on and you feel happy with and then take it from there and just flourish. Because at the end of the day, it's not just about finding someone to cohabitate with and finding someone to settle down with. It's about finding a partner that complements who you are. I'm not talking about compliments as, oh, you look nice today. You look nice today. I'm talking about really complete your other half. Look for those people in places where, you know, that you like. Because <laughs> you never know. You might lock up. And do the work. But don't feel like that's your last stop shop. That's your only thing. Oh my God, I didn't find anybody. So I'm going to try this date nap. Okay, that didn't work. I tried them all. It can... It can be tough, especially because now you are fa- you are clumped up with a lot of people who have had the same type of bad luck with the dating and now they're in that, that state of desperation or giving up to the point they don't care who they swipe right or swipe left or they don't care um, or they just, they don't even want to try. Like the first sign of something, they don't like, oh, I'm going to go. Now, don't, that doesn't mean don't be aware of red flags, but don't just sell someone short for everything. Now, if the person is a complete racist and a toxic, fatphobic, possessive psychopath, yeah, you might want to stay away. But other than that, don't give up. Because you never know. You might find someone. And till that time happens, work on you. Start doing you want to go take that trip? Don't wait till you're in a relationship. You want to go to that fancy restaurant, go on that date? Go. You want to go Do some things that you can't wait to do because you're not married. Oh, I want to get a place, a house. Go, do it. Don't wait until you're not single to do some other stuff that you feel being single you can't do. So don't, don't do that to yourself. Enjoy life. You got one. Don't let the best years of your life pass you by because you are stuck on just this one page. Like you're just stuck here. You're, you're, you're not like, oh my God, it didn't happen, so I can't do other stuff. You can. Go live your life. Go have fun. Be happy. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Single Chronicles. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have a dating horror story, send it to me. Make sure you send it to my main Instagram at insomniacwriter. You can also email that to me. You can. Um, Send it to me on Facebook, uh, wherever you want to send Don't send it to the other R.S. Lewis one. That's my, if the black and white picture one, that's my backup page. Send it to my main one. Um, I do check my emails for these. If you are sending it to my email address, make sure you put the single chronicles and then put dating horror stories in the subject. That way I know, or at least put the single chronicles or dating horror stories, put both, put it all. That way I know. Put your body of the email in there and bam. I will. Search. I usually just do a search. And when it comes up, I'm like, okay. But yeah, if you put dating hard stories, that usually helps. Because I got so much stuff in my inbox that says Single Chronicles. So um, definitely uh, do that. And yeah, I will put it up there. If you have a confession, we're still doing those too. The dating. Not even just in dating. Just a confession in regards to the singlehood and whatever. If you have one send it over i'll put it on the single chronicles and give you my take on that all right guys i'm gonna let you guys go again enjoy the rest of your week um father's day is coming up um i'm gonna have something special for you awesome ass dads out there since it is june it is the month of Pride again shop the unapologetic or the lgbtqia uh, single chronicles merch either or and um Proceeds of that will go to a nonprofit. I'm going to probably put that in the description box below, and I will be posting that periodically on uh, my social media. Until later, guys. Make sure you be awesome, be you, but above all else, love yourself. All right, guys. I'm out of here. I am sad and so-